Hello and welcome to the Engagement Coach Podcast. Welcome to the Engagement Coach Podcast with your host, Amrit Sander. So today I want to talk to you about hope. Uh, now 2020 has been a tough year for many people and that's an understatement. A pandemic has ripped through families, communities, um, resulting in untold damage um, with families losing loved ones as well as then the financial impact on jobs being lost. You know, I know I've, I've uh, both on my network and, and personal friends have struggled. Some people are on the verge of losing their businesses that they've worked so many years for. So it's devastating to see the impact this, this virus has had on the world and, and our local communities all around us. And, and if you think about much of Europe now, we're in lockdown too. And as the winter months approach, you know, lockdown was hard enough. We know what this is going to feel like. And here we are in lockdown too and thinking, how long is this going to last? The uncertainty. And, you know, we've we've spoken about this many times before. Our brains yearn certainty. We yearn structure. And yet we have no certainty. We have no structure. So it's easy to start feeling a real sense of despair You know, many of us would love to write the year off thinking this is just some bad dream that we're going to wake up from. Um, But it isn't. And so whilst it's been a tough year, you know, and hope, I want to talk about hope because hope plays such an important role in keeping us going. You know, when we talk about resilience, often we talk about well-being and often on this podcast, we've had guests, fantastic guests who talk about uh, mental well-being and, and physical well-being to help improve our resilience. But hope is another aspect that can really help with resilience that we don't often talk about. And we, we've all felt, or certainly some of us have felt, what hopelessness can feel like. The despair of uh, there's no hope in terms of whatever we're trying to achieve. It's a losing battle, um, lack of control. And you just sit there thinking, what's the point? So it's a horrible feeling of hopelessness. As human beings, I think one of the things we can always hang on to is hope. So um with that in mind i found a really fitting quote from the american uh, virologist jonas salk and he was famous for the uh, development of the first polio vaccines and the quote is hope lies in dreams in imagination and in the courage of those who dare to make those dreams into reality let me say that again hope lies in dreams in imagination and in the courage of those who dare to make dreams into reality. Now, the beauty of hope is, unlike many of the things we might be um, dealing with, hope doesn't require an external input. It's an internal reflection. It's about going inwards and dreaming and imagining, just, just as the quote is, you know, uh, lies in dreams and imagination. When we dream and when we imagine with such passion, where we could almost see it, taste it, hear it, then we get a step closer to making it happen. And then having the courage to make those dreams into reality. You know, I often look at my life, and uh, for those of you who know me, you'll know, um, I I walk around reading signs, um, and coincidences, if you like. I sit there thinking, ooh, isn't that interesting? That was coincidental. Trying to understand what these catalogue catalogue of coincidences mean you know what is the world trying to tell me and 2020 whilst it's been a year that many of us would love to just wipe away from our memories 
for all the bad that it's brought us, all the devastation. Um, there's another perspective that we don't often think about. 2020 has brought us so much closer to a way of working that many yearned for. I mean, I, I've, we obviously we were with lots of organisations and the amount of people who have said to me, if I had tried to put a request in for flexible working, it would have been turned down. And now look where we are. I hope we never go back. So there's the, the, the impact that it's had in that regard. But there's the other side of it too. How many of us would love to have spent time with our families? 2020 brought us that time. We had quality time with each other, locked down, locked in, you know, cooking crazy things. My my kids are no, no longer willing to eat anything I, I make now. I don't follow a recipe. I follow intuition and gut. And for those of you out there thinking about cooking in that way, it, uh, it comes with a warning. Um, but I, I like it. But anyway, um, I digress. So it's brought us closer to our families, um, seeing how important they are and really seeing each other for the first time. You know, it's changed the way we feel about exercise. Exercise now no longer needs to be relegated to a gym. Actually, many of us have now tried to make uh, alternative arrangements at home. So whilst 2020 can be remembered for so much loss and so many people have lost so much, families grieving, businesses and incomes wiped out, we have gained something our relationships with our families, our respect for frontline workers, a coming together of humanity, coming together with hope. Hope that when we come through this, not if, but when we come through this, we have a chance of building a better future. Now, we've, we've just had the, the fantastic news about Biden and Harris winning the uh, US election. You know, hope um we hope the world gets better with every generation and here we are in a in a year that like i said it's been a crazy year many would like to forget but yes here we are with hope of the first female uh black vice president of the united states um i mean if that's not progress what well, i don't know what else else is and then there's the other side of it I know so many of my friends who um, are white, are older males, and they used to say to me sometimes, you know, I haven't got a hope um, in a world focused on diversity and positive discrimination. Uh, when do I get a chance? And here we are. We see someone like Joe Biden at his age, a mature uh, male, white, uh, gaining the highest number of votes ever in history for the US presidential election. And it gives people hope. It means we can work together. It means humanity is moving forward together. We're making progress. And it cements the hope that we're all after. Even if you don't live in the US, even if um, you know the US has no or little role in your life, it still gives us hope. You can't help but be swept up in the euphoria of hope. And that's one thing humanity always needs and desires and yearns for is hope. Hoping that we come together to make a better future for all and the planet we live on. Now, if you're anything like me, um, you usually go through a period at the end of the year or at the beginning of a brand new year uh, where you really go through a period of, of imagining and dreaming of possibilities and you fill yourself with hope, hope for the year ahead, uh, hoping it'll be better than the previous year, uh, hoping the world will be a better place. But often that's as far as we go until the following year and we go through this annual cycle. But I guess the whole focus of this podcast is knowing how powerful hope is, 
knowing how it can act as a beacon of light um, to take us away from despair and hopelessness. What can we do to keep hope alive? So if I take you back to Jonas Salt's uh, quote, hope lies in dreams, in imagination. So when do we dream? When do we imagine? How often do we do that? How often do we see things going on around us that give us hope? Uh, or are we just so busy focused on our own little lives that we lose some of the signs going on around us that are telling us and giving us hope? So when when do we do that? When do we take time out to dream and to imagine? Other than at the beginning of a year or at the end of a year. So um, it, knowing how important hope is for resilience, for um, keeping us going, for making sure that we stay away from despair and hopelessness, acting as a beacon of light. How often do we go back and dream? How often do we go back and imagine? Um, when was the last time you dreamt and imagined of a better future? And then having the courage to make those dreams into reality. So what are your hopes for the year ahead? What are your hopes for next week? What are your hopes for the month ahead? And your dreams and how can you dare to make them a reality? One thing, as I said, 2020 has taught us is it's a big reset. It's allowed us to challenge our assumptions about the lives we live, about how we work, about where we work, um, about the quality time we spend with our families. So knowing what 2020 has brought us, despite the devastation, despite the, the suffering, it's also brought us a different lens on our lives. And so therefore, what are the hopes and the dreams of what else is possible and how will you take time out to to build that in to your regular routine of life so that we can carry on hanging on to hope knowing how powerful it is so that's all for me today i wanted to talk to you about hope in light of the u.s presidential elections you know i know many people friends who want to just run out into the street and scream into the air with joy and euphoria um, because of what the elections indicated for them it was a huge sign of hope about humanity moving forward um about the time again uh, you know in lockdown that we spent with families all the things we didn't think were possible but suddenly are there's a lot of reasons to be hopeful for and i guess the only limitation will be how much are we daring to dream and to imagine and then daring to put those dreams into reality so amrit sander from the engagement coach um talking about leadership development employee engagement and everything else in between please join us again for the next week's podcast and i will see you soon take care the engagement coach podcast <laughs>